thank you for coming for this um, holy time to intercede to God our Father. We come because he has commanded and he has invited. And this is one of the most sacred and beautiful honors that he gives to us. Because as we do this, we are, we are getting a, a small glimpse into what Jesus is doing on our behalf in heaven, advocating with the Father, interceding. Let's pray before we start. Dear Heavenly Father, because of your Son, because of the love of the Father and the Son toward us, that we are called your sons and daughters, we come now to intercede and to pray for others of your children. We see through a glass darkly. We know that without the robe of righteousness of Jesus, that we are nothing. But because you have given us a measure of faith, and because you have given us standing, and because you have adopted us into your family, we want to come now and intercede for others that you love and that you will put in our hearts. Please be with us now. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. I wanted to start by looking together at a passage in the Bible about intercession, another one of my favorite passages. And I'm using the Bible uh, found in the pew because my Wi-Fi is so weak here, I can't load my Bible onto my iPad. So this is the new revised standard version. And I'm reading in the book of Genesis, chapter 18, and I'm going to start with verse 16. The setting for this passage is that the Lord has appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre. Remember, he came and Abraham prepared a meal and they were sitting together. That is where the Lord promised that Sarah was going to have a baby in her old age. And once that meal was concluded, and that conversation concluded, picking up in verse 16, then the men set out from there, and they looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to set them on their way. Now remember who lives in Sodom, who is very dear to Abraham's heart. Lot, his nephew, his beloved family. The Lord said, I'm sorry, did someone say something? Did someone call my name? Okay, I, I didn't know if somebody wanted to interject something there and I didn't want to pass over it. The Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do, seeing that Abraham shall become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? No, for I have chosen him that he may charge his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness 
and justice, so that the Lord may bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, How great is the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah, and how very grave their sin. I must go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me, and if not, I will know. Reading verse 22, for those of you coming in, Genesis 18, now verse 22. So the men turned from there and went toward Sodom, while Abraham remained standing before the Lord. So as we are going to go in a few minutes to intercede, in our hearts, let us picture standing before the Lord. Abraham is standing there before the Lord as this conversation unfolds. Then Abraham came near. He's standing and he comes near. And he says to God, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are 50 righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not forgive it for the 50 righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just. Another verse, or another translation rather, renders that verse, shall not the judge of all the earth do right. That verse to me is such a promise and such a vision of our confidence when we come to God on behalf of those for whom we intercede. And you might be thinking, well, here, Abraham is actually interceding on behalf of righteous people. And, and the people that I want to bring to God, I'm not sure that I can, can honestly put them in that category based on what I know. There are many stories in the Bible. We talked about a big one yesterday where intercession is carried on for those who are not living and walking closely with God. Moses interceded for a nation of Israel as they were rebelling. He interceded as they continued to rebel. He received the promise that they were to be spared even as their rebellion continued. So although here Abraham is interceding on behalf of righteous people living in Sodom, we know that the Bible calls us to intercede on behalf of those who aren't walking closely with God as well. And consider this. Abraham is interceding based on the righteous, but if the righteous are spared, who else would be spared? The wicked. So his intercession is for all in the city. But going back to that verse, will not the judge of all the earth do right. Sometimes you may be called to offer comfort to someone who is experiencing some unspeakable situations, unimaginable grief. Perhaps someone they love very much has ended their own life. 
perhaps someone they love very much has done something that even secular society considers beyond the pale. We can take confidence in the God that Abraham is praying to right here. The judge of all the earth does what is right. The judge of all the earth knows the hearts of those we love in ways that we cannot know. The judge of all the earth died for those people. The judge of all the earth can be trusted with those we love. He can be trusted with our questions. He can be trusted with our fears, with our anxieties, with our worries on their behalf. Because the judge of all the earth loved us so much that he laid down his life for us. And he said, I know those who are in my hand and no one can take them out. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? Continuing on in verse 26, And the Lord said, If I find at Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will forgive the whole place for their sake. That is an amazing, amazing promise from the judge of the earth. He will forgive the whole place. I do not understand the mind of God, and neither does anyone else here. But we can take him at his word. And in his word, we see justice tempered with mercy in ways that we cannot make sense of, but that we can trust. So now, as we begin to pray, I want us to come to God interceding based on these two principles. The judge of all the earth does what is right. And the judge of all the earth forgives for the sake of the righteous when he knows that is the right thing to do. We can pray now. Remember, we talked yesterday also about Job. Job would get up in the mornings after his children had gotten together for a family meal. Job would get up early the next morning and he would sacrifice on behalf of his children. We are now going to go to the judge of all the earth and we are going to intercede on behalf of those we love. And we are going to claim the promises on their behalf. And we are going to ask the judge of all the earth to give us new faith in how much we can trust him to do the right thing with those we love. Let's pray silently. <clears throat>